When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. On SEN, the captain's run with Kane Corns. Now Booker with Tucker on him. Throws it up for Aiden. Shot blocked by Antetokounmpo. What a block from Giannis. This is one of the great recovery plays you'll ever see. The lob Booker to Aiton. We've seen it many times, and that reaction and block is special. Multiple efforts on the play. Stops the penetration of Booker. Doesn't give up. Turns, elevates, blocks the layup attempt. That's big time by Giannis. What an NBA final series we have. So let's go all the way to that part of the world where we find Jim Azarski from the Milwaukee Sentinel. Jim, we have a series. Thanks for your time. Oh, thanks for having me. And yeah, you're right. Uh, took a little bit of effort for the Bucks, but you're right. It's, it's reset now in a, in a best of three. Well, it is best of three now. So two teams each at home, and we are 2-2. So no one's dropped a home game yet. Who do you who do you favor from here, Jim? It really is difficult to pick. Yeah, you know, early on, you know, before Giannis got hurt, before we knew he was going to come back and, and clearly not really show many effects of, of that injury, I, I thought Phoenix would win this series in seven, and that was largely um, – because of that home court, um, you know, they've earned it. Um, both of these teams are really good winning at home or the road, very evenly matched. I think we're seeing that now, um, especially that Giannis is sort of full speed after that first game. So, I, I mean, but it's close. Uh, you know, I, I really couldn't argue with anyone who thinks the Bucks could win in six or seven, uh, just as I, I don't think anyone, I could argue with anyone who thinks the otherwise. Well, let's talk about Giannis because there's always been some limitations to his game or, or people have been quick to point out what he can't do. He doesn't have a great three-point shot. He's not he's not super from the free-throw line. Um, sometimes his shot selection can be questioned, but he's now separated himself and he is in perhaps one of five genuine superstars that we have. I mean, what's your thoughts on the way that he's been covered in the sport? It is interesting. Um, I think he's he's sort of a lightning rod because he doesn't fit into any nice boxes. You mm. know, um, he doesn't really fit the game as we see it in terms of shooting three pointers or um, you know maybe kind of a flashy perimeter game, if you will. You know, he gets criticized for trying to add things to his game, like a three point shot or mid range you know, attempts, um, you know, he's, he's kind of old school and the Shaq comparison comes up because he's so dominant around the rim, mm. but he just looks different. He moves different. You know, he, he brings the ball up the court and ball handles and facilitates. So I think sometimes you can appreciate what he's doing 
in terms of the total numbers, right, when you kind of zoom out and you see, wow, 40 and 10, two straight games, or Cordy has a bad day and it's 27 points and 14 rebounds, but how he does it is it can be a little, uh, I, I want to say jarring, but just hard to process for, I think, the modern NBA fan because it doesn't look like the stars now. It also doesn't look like the stars back in the day either, mm. which is maybe the hard part of being, uh, you know, they call him a unicorn, right? Uh, you know, there's one of one, and maybe that's just the, the hard part of being that kind of guy. Part of it as well, and the complete packages of the way that he the way that he carries himself. I mean, he, he appears to me to be the the perfect teammate. Like he's competitive, he's tough, uh, he plays through adversity, he brings his teammates into the game. Eight assists yesterday. Uh, he represents the club beautifully well. Um, you know, every time he speaks to the media, he, he doesn't really put a foot wrong. Is that correct? Like, is is there any criticism on the way that he carries himself? There can't be. No, no. I think you know from the moment he stepped foot in Milwaukee as a teenager, you know, all those years ago, um, learning the game and, and learning Western culture, to be quite honest, or American culture, if you will. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that has never been a question. I mean, he, look, there were times when he was punished by coaches, you know, if he was making mistakes in, in practice by having, you know, his teammates run and he had to watch that because that hurt him more than himself having to run, you know, run off a of punishment, if you will. I mean, he's always had the team first. And I think, you know, sometimes it's his, his ability to facilitate and he has a desire to set his teammates up for success that I think early on, you know, coach, you know, Jason Kidd had to say, no, I, <laughs> you're, you're kind of the special one. So maybe try to dictate hmm. offense as well. Um you know, so I think, yeah, in terms of representing his team. And then, yeah, look, he, he signed – it was the biggest story of the offseason, re-signing the Supermax deal to stay in Milwaukee for five more years. Uh, that is a rare thing uh, in this league. Uh, I, I don't know if anyone outside of Milwaukee expected that, but he's – look, he, from day one he said he's a loyal guy, and, and that's what matters to him. Um, and then when he followed through on his word, it seemed to be surprising to people. <laughs> so mm. you're right. I think, uh, you know, th- there are no questions or concerns on that end uh, of Giannis and the Kumbo. So Jim, we're, we're in Australia at the moment, Melbourne's in lockdown, Sydney's in lockdown. And I see, um, the crowds yesterday uh, in Milwaukee and the crowds in Phoenix, like phenomenal noise and scenes. It's, it's amazing to witness it. Have you... Are you there? Are you going to the games? And can you describe that atmosphere and what it's like to be opening up again and, and actually going to watch live sport? Yeah, so we are live uh, in person for, for all of these games. I've been traveling to, you know, since the playoffs started, Miami, Brooklyn, Atlanta, speaking of the Bucks, and here in Phoenix. Now, uh, just for, for your listeners, I guess, the NBA is still – trying to be as careful as possible with the people they can control, meaning the players, I, I believe, are still tested every day to some capacity. Um, I know we have to wear masks. The players and coaches have to wear masks. Uh, we Media, uh, we have to be vaccinated and COVID tests every day in order to be there and be in the same room as the players. Now, of course, you watch television, as you said, that's 17, 18, 19,000 people. 
um, not wearing masks, not socially distant. Uh, I think that's just where America is, to be quite honest. That's where the cities are in terms of feeling okay about, you know, the, 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 the COVID rates in, in these cities. I mean, it clearly has not gone away, as you well know, as you just said. Even here in the United States, um, certain cities are seeing spikes again with the variants. So, uh, it, on one hand, it's really cool. It's so nice to think of just where we were in December, January, February with no fans. Um, but it's a little – I mean, we're still in it, right? We're still wearing masks mm. and having to go through this. So, there's still the daily reminder – of this global pandemic. Um, so it's a little bit of a, you know, you enjoy it, but you, you know, there's still a little bit of a barrier, if that makes sense. And there is some unease, quite frankly. Um, when you see 25,000 people out in the Deer District in Milwaukee, it's a cool scene. It makes you feel good, uh, you know, as, as a citizen, as, as thinking, hey, maybe people are healthy, but you're still like, oh, should we still be doing this? You know, mm-hmm. so that that's all it, it's an interesting feel. I, I will say that. Yeah, well said. Um, I guess we get reminders of what you just said with, with Team USA and Bradley Beal. I think there's been another positive case in Team USA this morning. So what's your thoughts on that and, and whether this puts their Olympic campaign in jeopardy? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I think that's always the, the, the risk now. I think when um, you try to separate players into different things, whether it be um, Team USA, or you know, maybe if, if they're going to go train with other groups, you know, in the off season, like they, they like guys like to do. Um, and look, in terms of that, I mean, you know, the Olympics. I think I think some countries, maybe Japan itself, a little uneasy about it. I, I know there won't be spectators to a degree. Um, and yeah, this type of thing can sideline a team. You know, uh, hopefully everyone else on Team USA currently is, is, is okay and there's the contact tracing. But once you get to Tokyo and all that, I mean, man, that, that's a lot of pressure on those, those players, uh, these, these international programs across all sports, right, mm. to get to Japan safely. Mm. You know, because then you think they're kind of in a bubble there, I, I would think. But, but you're right, it's, um, until they're there, uh, you know, it's just something everyone's got to be careful with. Yeah, so as we look ahead to, to Game 5, I guess the storyline out of the NBA Finals is either going to be Giannis going to a new level, two-time MVP, now an NBA champion, or it's going to be Phoenix's Chris Paul at, at his age and um, with him not winning a championship yet. Is Chris Paul injured, though? He hasn't looked right, particularly well yesterday and in the last couple of games. Yeah, I, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'm sorry, my connection fuzzed out on me there a little bit. Can you please repeat that? Yeah, I was just going to ask you about the storyline relating to Chris Paul. It's going to be amazing if he becomes the champion. That'll be a, a massive story for him, but he doesn't look healthy. Do you, do you think he's carrying an injury? You know, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I, I think, I mean, look, that, that shoulder injury early in the playoffs was not a joke. And obviously he also missed time with COVID-19. Um, I, I'm sure Chris would tell us now he's fine. He's no worse off than any other player at this point in the finals, I, I wonder if it's not so much injury, if it's he's 36 years old. Mm. Um, they're in mid to late July now. And he, he's, he's being now the bucks are forcing him after those first couple games to work 94 feet. 
You know, I, I don't know if anyone in Milwaukee thought Jeff Teague was going to have a role in these NBA finals, but he's been out there largely to just get in Chris Paul's way and make him move and work for those extra six, seven seconds. And Drew Holiday said after the game last night, he said, I, I hope it's working because I'm tired, <laughs> you know? Mm. And, and But that's the point is to kind of push Chris Paul's, you know, legs and, and, and his stamina in terms of being able to, to do things. Now, I, you know, does one result in the other? It, it's hard to actually know, but look, the, the Arizona beat writers have thought that Monty Williams substitution patterns with Paul, these last two games have been a little different. They wonder why, of course, Monty Williams isn't going to say why, but they have been different. Um, he's turned the ball over a lot. Where was he on offense last night? I mean, his, you know, his shots aren't there. So it is – I don't know if he's hurt. I think the Bucks are putting a lot of pressure on him. So in these next three games, how do the Suns respond to that and maybe try to free him up? Absolute classic series we've got in front of us. Uh, potentially three games to go. Jim, thank you so much for your wrap. Yes, yeah, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Jim Azarski there from the Milwaukee Sentinel traveling around watching the NBA finals. It's a little bit of jealousy that we say that here in the country at the moment and seeing those fans turn out and the noise that they are making in the atmosphere is something that uh, we're all aspiring to get back to, hopefully sooner rather than later. It is the captain's run still to come. We're going to hear from Port Adelaide CEO Matthew Richardson. Where will that game be played? Still question marks and not confirmed. And their opponents is St Kilda. The impressive skipper, Jack Steele, is going to have a chat to us after 11. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.